Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. Hello. Hi. <laughs> what? Why are you moving everything? We're ready. Yeah, we are ready. Well, I was ready. No, I was ready before you. You're such a liar. Wow. We need to take this off air. People no, don't we need to. Oh. No, we don't. All oh, right, okay. We can have this on air. How about it? How about we don't? You're being mean. I'm not being mean. Oh, I'm telling. Who are you going to tell? Andre. Ah? <laughs> I'm going to tell your husband. <laughs> She's only being like this because he's sitting right here. He's just over there. He's our special guest. Say hello. <laughs> Silence. That's We've how taught we them eat. well. We've taught him well. Shh. Hi guys. Oh. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Wow, that's dry. How are you? Is that your interview technique? Hi. How are you? Nick. Let me just say something to both of y'all. Keep yeah? your mouth near the mic, darling. No, but have you forgotten? I've, I've raised my voice. So I don't even need to be close to the mic at this point. Wow. Because you lot ain't trying to hear what I'm saying. Sorry. You, I don't even know what I'm trying to say now. Maybe you weren't trying to say anything. <laughs> I hate you. you. mean. Anyways, I think we should just get on with the show. Hello, everyone. Hi. Sorry about that. I'm not sorry. Domestics. There's no domestics. There's just rude people. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you. <gasps> I'm not rude. Anyways, what are we talking about today? Oh, wow. you're not. I'm Vinny. Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, rude. this is meant to be a warm, comfortable, safe environment, not one full of aggression and sadness. I mean, what's happening? I'm tired. That's what's happening. Oh yes. Well, we've spoken about this in previous podcasts that you get hangry and angry and tangry, tangry. <laughs> I had to think about that. I was just like, what's going to rhyme? What's he go with? Nothing. Tangry. Tangry. Yeah, I get tangry. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I get tangry. And I feel like right now I'm tangry. I want to be in my bed. And I want to... Oh, first of all, I have to complete my French. I've got XP boost. So, oh my gosh. If anyone's on Duolingo, add me, please. At Venetian Arrel, V-E-N-E-T-I-A-N-A-R-E-L-L-E. And yeah, I'm like learning French. So basically, I got Duolingo back in like 2015, 2016, when I was adamant that I was going to move to Berlin and just like live there and be all cool and stuff. So I was like, well, if that's going to be the case, I need to learn German so I can like, you know, boost my career options over in Berlin or anywhere in Germany. Um, so I was learning German and I got like 10% fluent according to Duolingo. And then my dream kind of just died. And with my dream dying- Oh no, that sounds really tragic. <laughs> my dream died. Yeah, it just kind of fell off. And with it falling <laughs> off, like I had no reason to learn German really. And I, I pretty much knew the basics. Um, I, can, I could read stuff. And mm, 
I guess German, in comparison to most other European languages, is quite, I guess, simple in terms of the words are quite similar to English. Mm. So it was easier to pick up than other languages that I learned. So it kind of stuck. Anyways, the dream died, so I stopped using Duolingo. Now, fast forwarding, um, Andrea over here decides in lockdown, the first one, so this is going back to 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going back to 2020 that he's going to learn French. Why did you choose to learn French, by the way? Bonjour, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> what? I chose to learn French. Why did you choose bonjour. to learn French? <laughs> I chose to learn French because... Oh, basically, I did French in school and I was actually really good at it. And then I just wanted to see how good I was still. And then I just continued and haven't stopped. Okay. So it wasn't a lockdown project that where your oh, dream yeah. died, you kept it going. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> his dream didn't die. His dreams didn't die. His dream hasn't died because he wants to keep his streak and you've been doing it now for how long? Uh, He's getting the check. phone out to check, but it's <laughs> over 600 days. What? So that's like almost, well, it's two years. That's almost. amazing. It's actually... Facts, we like it. That's amazing. Okay, so he's been doing French for 653 days. Anyway, so I've been seeing him do this French like literally every day. He goes toilet, I can hear the the little ping when you get something right. And I'm just like, why is he so like into this French thing? And then I just had a bit of a brainwave where I was like, imagine if we have kids here and obviously when you when you're teaching a child, a baby, a language. Um, it's easier to pick up a language as a baby, as a child. Yeah. It will take you longer or it take them longer to process the two languages, but they'll be able to at least understand mm-hmm. one or both or whatever. So in my head, I was thinking, raw. imagine we had kids here and he's just there cussing me in French and they're just kikiing over there. And I'm sitting here like, what are they talking about? So I was like, no, no, no. I need to learn French as well, yeah? Because if he's saying anything to them, I want to know what he's saying. And if they're saying anything back to him, I want to know what they're saying. So they're going to cuss you out in French? They might, I don't know. You know that? Wow. Ha- All right. So you know like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's happening. No, I, this right. is just like hold on. Why? Or they might they might be doing like secret squirrels. You know me already. I don't like secret squirrels. I like to know what's going on. Anyways, yeah. But you know, <laughs> do you mind? Wow. <laughs> but you know, all right. So you know, like when you go you go somewhere, and that somewhere has. A, a group of people from a certain place that speak a certain language right. and just something in your heart says that they're talking about you in their language oh yeah do you see what yeah, i mean we've all been in that situation right. yeah so i'm like no i can't have a situation where my family them are just there and they're just kicking about something about to do with their mum which is me obviously was this a dream you had would you like to discuss uh, it uh, do you know what <laughs> <laughs> What is it, Andre? I said I want to move to St. Lucia at some point in my life. Yeah, and obviously they speak broken French. Okay. It's not about that. It's not broken. Yeah, yeah, it's not broken. The language is not broken. Isn't it Creole? It's it's Creole, yeah. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Creole. (laughs) 
Don't bloody hell. I speak Creole. It sounds spicy. In my mind, it's like yeah, I speak French. Yeah, but it's a beautiful language. But Creole sounds like. But whew. regardless, sorry, this is your dream. If we're if, all right, if your dream is, did you say that your dream was to move to Denmark? Okay, I'm just like, hold on, we need to talk about this because <laughs> I mean, I didn't know about this. Like, why didn't I know about this? I don't know. Maybe I made it up. All right. Well, you were saying that they speak Creole there, and it's like parts of that language is French. <laughs> yeah. Partial, right. So what you're, what are you saying now? That because you'd be able to understand Creole, because French is no, helping you understand that's Creole. Because, honestly, that's what I said to you. I feel that in your head you're thinking, oh, people, they're going to be cussing me out. <laughs> okay. And obviously I like to understand what people are talking about because, right. you know, I come like meerkat. Say, so, huh? What were you saying? Huh? <laughs> I get it now. See, it makes sense. You see, you told the story the way I would tell the story. No, but that's not. And that that's his make opi- sense. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. That's his opinion of why I want to learn French. Oh, okay. How I told you why I want to learn French is the reason why I want to learn French. It's nothing to do with people being in St. Lucia. It's about me and my children and them understanding things that their dad's saying and I'm not. I don't understand. I need to understand what he's saying. So that would link to maybe being in St. Lucia. <laughs> but then him speaking Creole. Yeah. So I'd only be able to understand certain parts of it anyway. You'll probably pick up on a lot more than you think. Yeah. And when you're living and in a place, you're forced to do it. There. You just have to. Anyways, okay. Does anyone out there speak Creole? He's a citizen. I'm not yet. Are you a citizen of Saint Lucia? He's a. He's a citizen. He's got a Saint Lucian passport. Oh, have you? You're looking very pleased about it. So that's good. Okay. Isn't it? Um. Isn't it? You can only have two passports. I think so. Yeah. So what am I going to do? I'm going to be forced to choose. Between what? No, you could still be Jamaican. But you can't give up your British team. Listen. Mum said don't give up the British. Nah. <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, but I can't have British, Jamaican yeah, and St. Lucian. This is, this is a little cheat code, yeah. Because obviously... I mean, this is a wellness, health and fitness podcast, but we're talking about citizenship. Go well, on. Yeah, we're diversifying. We're diversifying. Can you come closer to the mic? Because I want to make sure that people can hear this. Okay, well... This is kind of, I guess, for all people of Caribbean, like, heritage. Mm-hmm. So there's a little cheat code in the Caribbean. So when you go to an island, there's this thing called the Caribcom, which is obviously a Caribbean community. Okay. When you have a passport from St. Lucia, you can go in the Caribcom queue in Jamaica and vice versa. Oh. It's like an EU passport, basically, so almost. Pretty much, yeah. Right. Exactly. So when you go to an EU country, if you've got a foreign passport, kind of done out here you're queuing up for long which us uk nationals will be because we can't do the european union queue we're in the long queue we're in the long queue that's all three hours no um, yeah in the caribbean you can kind of go into the locals queue so you don't have to queue up oh so what are you are you renouncing jamaican whatever so what you're saying is I can get a Jamaican passport and when I come to St. Lucia, I can go in a queue with you. Yeah, but 
with your Saint Lucian. Anyway, because my surname holds weight, isn't it? But I, I haven't like, changed my name yet, have I? Yeah, but you're with me. You're like, we're like the mafia, you know. Oh my god, she's with me. Yeah. Wow. My name is Wayne, like the mafia. I like the way you said that. You just like, yeah, yeah. My like, name holds weight. You're we, with we me. We own the country. Yeah, like. Uh. Oh. Has she told you the story about your mum? No. What? About the woman from your mum's workplace. Oh yeah, she mentioned the surname and oh, God, you tell. Oh, the story. and she knows you. She was like, she knows, she knows that surname from Saint Lucia, and that's a, some big family. Yeah. Are they good people? Yeah, I mean you're married now, but well, you know. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> run some checks on you. <laughs> wow, where's this going? I, I don't know. I don't. This know. is relatively fit passport control or something. border control. <laughs> border control, <laughs> like the Australian <laughs> one. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> we spoke about that already. <laughs> <laughs> That's the border control music. Wow. Okay. So maybe we should actually get onto what we're supposed to be speaking about today. Otherwise, we're just going to be talking about passport control. Passport control. Oh my god. And Before the Carib we... cob. I'm interested <laughs> in that. What was it? The Carib <laughs> com, as it's C O M. Carib cob, as in corn on the cob. <laughs> she said cob. Oh, nah, I so can't. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that one was. I'm joining it anyway, whatever it's called. The Carib Cop? Yeah. The Carib Cob. Com. Com. Okay. I'm going to look into that. Actually, before we move on, because we're still talking about traveling <laughs> and the Caricom. <laughs> And the Caribbean countries. See how people are desperate to go on holiday. That's what they can talk so about. Desperate. I just need to share that I booked a flight to Punta Cana, <laughs> Dominican Republic. Um, so if anyone's been to the Dominican Republic, um, can you please like holler at me, be it on the Relatively Fit Instagram or the, no, not the, my personal Instagram, um, just because... I literally feel, I was saying this to someone today, I feel so rusty when it comes to holidays now because I haven't been on one in two years. And even like when we were booking the flight, I was like, oh my God, like I'm nervous. Like, oh, does it even include baggage or do I have to add baggage? I don't know. Like I was so nervous and I'm like, why, is it, why am I so nervous for? Like I'm booking a flight and I'm booking it on my credit card. Like it's fine. If anything happens, I can just cancel like <laughs> You're reminding me of mum. Will they fraud me Will on they my fraud card? Me on my card? Can you do it on yours? <laughs> can you do it on yours? Like, yeah, I was just so nervous. Anyways, I feel so rusty and I want to begin um, putting together a little itinerary. I know um, Mr. A over here, it's kind of like, oh, whatever. Um, he'd be more than happy to just go and sit down. I want to explore. I want to go and see things. I want to like learn a bit about the history. I'd be happy to but, just go and sit down. I mean, all right, so listen. <laughs> in so the we've, heat. We've done, well, we've done half and half-ish in terms of like the last half will be in an all-inclusive. And I don't tend to like them so much, but given the situation and actually we just haven't had time off together and time to relax. I think that is needed where we don't need to worry about like anything or where to eat or what to do or whatever. Like we're just there and we're just chilling. But I do want to spend some time doing things also. Um, so yeah, 
if anyone's got any recommendations, I know a lot of people have said like, please, please, please go to Santo Domingo, which I think is the capital, I think. I'm not good with geography. Anyway, it's another city. Is it? Is it not? Oh, you made some noise like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard a noise as well. Yeah, I was like, oh. Domingo's the city. Let's quickly Google Santo Domingo. Capital of the Dominican Republic. Oh, so I was right. Good guess. <laughs> Anyways, so when you go there, will you be drinking? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Did you drink in January? Oh God, every weekend. I mean, <laughs> wow. No, for real, like every weekend. So we went out for New Year's year. Listen, we were making up time because we had COVID. So it's like, we couldn't even enjoy the festivities of like Christmas and Boxing Day and all of that stuff. So we literally, yeah. And do you know what? I think by the end, I was literally like, nobody invite me out for February, please. Like. Not only does it cost money to be outside, mm -hmm. I don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to drink another Prosecco. I don't. I don't. I really, really don't. Anyways, we were out every weekend. So we were out for New Year's Day. <laughs> New Year's Sorry. Eve into New Year's Day. And then didn't people come round on New Year's Day? I mean, we was playing the drinking game. I spoke about the drinking game already. Then the following week, we were in Birmingham to celebrate someone's birthday. And then the following day, we were out celebrating someone's birthday. And then the following week, what happened? Oh, pajama party, another birthday. And then the following week, oh, another birthday. All you damn people born in January. It's ridiculous. You're so rude. Anyway, another birthday party. And then, was that it? Didn't we do anything? It's the first of February. Okay, yes. Now it's the first of February. <laughs> so now I'm just like, yeah, like my liver can't take it. And um my liver can't take it. <laughs> and I've had enough. We're not doing anything crazy in February. But yes, I did drink in January. And I know it's like dry January and stuff. But you didn't do it. You weren't I dry. I really didn't do it. <laughs> you were I not wasn't dry. dry. <laughs> I really wasn't dry. Do you know anybody that did it? I know loads of people that did dry um, January. Yeah. What? See A why? Lot of people. Do you know um, anyone's reasons for doing it? Um, just to mm. just to start the year off like a clean slate. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got something to say, mate, I think you should come and sit by the mic. Join in. Join in, why don't you? From a male perspective. Well, move, move, move here. This one, this one's full of beans tonight. It's got a lot to say. <laughs> my my mother in look at me a nice dinner. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Domestics. We should call this the Domestics Podcast. No, no, no. no. Yeah. We don't have domestics, do we? We don't have domestics. I just think our dynamic is just like, it's like no other. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like yin and yang. Oh, it's really yin and yang. One, really yang. Back, one not so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, our, our dynamic is um, 
it's a very um what's the words not individual unique there we go very unique dynamic that we share in this relationship yeah he's flaring his nostrils he's side-eyeing oh wow <laughs> Domestic. Anyway, back <laughs> back to me answering the question. Oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Side eye, before side someone chimes in. <laughs> Why? What were people's reasonings? Yeah, a lot of people. It was just to start the year on a clean slate. Um, a lot of people. Yeah, it was just to you know, it's the thing that people do in January. Let me do it. But one of the main things was like you know, oh my gosh, I didn't realize like how bad like drinking actually made me feel like I actually feel good like I actually feel energized so um you know that was interesting to hear and also interesting to hear because actually I don't really drink that much (coughs) apart from January just gone but I stop (laughs) clearing your throat at me sorry no I agree with you I literally thank you yeah because you're a lightweight So you don't have to drink that much. No, so like it's, it's it's not a bad thing. Like, I don't know why you're huffing and puffing. And I'm not huffing and puffing. I'm just saying that I don't drink a lot. You don't drink as much as I do. Because <laughs> you can handle your drink now. Yeah. Oh my well, god. Well, she can handle it, but do you know in small what? doses. Yeah, in small, yeah. Maybe you I'll should sit back over there. <laughs> You invited him. That's it now. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right. I don't drink that much though, do I? So January was a lot. And if people do drink like that on a regular, Mm. I would understand why they would maybe opt in to do dry January. I wouldn't necessarily choose to do it because I feel like I don't drink that much so it wouldn't really mm. make a difference to me um yeah well oh no it's a weird one i've been thinking about it because it's like the january as well i mean i get the idea of everyone wanting to start the year on a clean slate like we've spoken about it many times where we don't believe in new year's resolutions or anything like that so we think if you're going to start something start it tomorrow or start it you know meet your goals where you're at at the time don't wait for the weekend don't wait for Monday don't wait till you've been invited to that wedding and you've got to get in a dress or whatever you know just start from where you are and I always find it a bit strange like people will do dry January and veganuary and then it's business as usual for the rest of the year yeah. yeah Same as what we've discussed again many times, people rushing the gyms in January and then giving up by sort of like March, April time. So I was just thinking about, you know, what people get out of it just to say they've done it and then just, you know, business as usual. I mean, I don't, I I don't really know. People that drink at home on a regular. Really? That's the only thing that it can make sense to me for anyway. If I, I don't drink unless I go out. Okay, so you don't drink at home at all? Unless we're playing pass out, but no. And we played pass out 
What is pass out? Can, can we discuss? We've discussed this already. It's our drinking gate. It's our drinking gate. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. Who passed out? You passed out. Oh, for goodness sake. Do you even listen back to the episodes that we do? Of course, but you know I forget things. <laughs> don't. don't. <laughs> Why? Let's actually just stop right here right now. Oh, wow. Why is this the subject of conversation today? Because we're speaking about the effects of alcohol and performance. Right. Got yes. ya. Okay. <laughs> did you not read the notes? Of course I did. Oh, you're trying to bring it back round to what we're talking about. Absolutely. Oh, sorry. She's checking on you, Nat. Don't trust her. Oh, <gasps> listen, I'm not the one who went Creole and French. <laughs> Pardon? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so, so did you want to talk about passed out quickly since you've forgotten? Well, passed the reason out. why I'm saying it is because for the benefit of the listeners, they may not know what pass out is, and it does sound a little bit wild. Okay, fair yeah, enough. See, so, see? right, so pass out <laughs> is a game, it's a board game, and it's a drinking game. And the board basically is similar to a Monopoly board, so you will have your counter. Mm-hmm. You'll roll a dice, you'll move however many spaces the dice says, and whatever you land on is what you do or what it tells you to do. So you might land on yellow takes a shot or takes a drink, and whoever's the yellow counter takes drink. So basically you go and go and go. There's a section which would be the equivalent of jail on a Monopoly board, which is the bar. When you get stuck in the bar... You have to roll, what is it, a seven, seven or, or an 11 to get out of the bar. Okay. And I think you get how many, seven goes? Six goes? No, four. Oh, oh yeah, you, you get, get three goes. You get three goes. Who remembers? Because they're all drunk anyway. So I was the, I was the, um, <laughs> the, the adjudicator person. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, no, no. So we, no, tell the full story. Oh, oh God. We played it like, what, two or three days before with my mum. Who ah. sent us to bed drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what? While she was smiling and laughing at us because <laughs> she just basically killed us on the game. Okay. And we were like, hey, we're not going to play again. We're going to make my sisters play. And my sister had a friend over, a, a few of her friends actually. So my mom had a friend. And we made them play. So we watched them play and had our own little laugh watching. <laughs> Oh, terrible. Terrible. <laughs> so, yes, that's that's jail. Mm-hmm. If you don't get up by your third go, the fourth go, whatever you roll, so you, literally you can roll like 12, mm-hmm. you move 12 spaces, but then you take 12 sips of your drink. <gasps> um, and then on top of that, you have to do what it says on the board. So it could say, if you're red, red take a drink. So then it will be 13. 13. Yeah. Anyways, so once you go round the board once, you take what's called a pink elephant card. On the pink elephant card, so bearing in mind, you've gone round now, so you would have had a few sips by this point. Mm -hmm. On the pink elephant card is a tongue twister. And you have how many chances to read it? Yeah, you have three chances to read it, like in full, no, mm, mm, uh, uh, uh. like you have to read it. Obviously, by this point, you've had a drink. If you can't do it, 
um, you don't get to keep the card and you have to take a shot. If you can do it, you keep the card. Basically, the aim of the game is to collect as many pink elephant cards as possible. Okay. So you can either, if you don't want to get smashed, put a time limit on it. Otherwise, you know Monopoly. Monopoly can go on for hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Similar situation. <laughs> yeah. Similar situation. So you can put a time limit on it and just set a timer and keep going until the timer stops. Mm-hmm. Or you can continue going until every single pink elephant card is gone and whoever has the most is the winner. By this point, everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. That's to what I was fair, thinking. Though, Everyone's dead become, now. They get easier after you've had a few. You think? <laughs> yeah. Because when you start, you're thinking about it too much. When you had a few drinks, it just... Although, obviously, you start slurring, but... You loosen up a bit. Yeah, you're loose. <laughs> loose you yeah, know? loose. Anyway, that's the game. For anyone who doesn't know about it, um, that's it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. When are we playing? I'm excited. When are we going to play? It's got to be a good day and you've got to be free the next day. You've got to be free the next day. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me, you know. That's what you think. Listen. You get that message cussing. I think I'm to work. You don't know your sister-in-law, you know. You don't know me. Listen, I know my uncle and he's strong. Oh really? But he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he was—he went even like he didn't even have no chaser or anything. Oh, the time when she played with us. But we we'd already had time to drink when we started with her. Okay. Can I just ask, what is the tipple? What what's the drink so of you of your choice? Okay, so of your if choice. You don't like whiskey, you can drink brandy. Or if you don't like brandy, you can drink rum. Okay. Bailey's? Yeah. Wow. If you want, but I kind of feel like they all I have to be on the same yeah, level. Some of them are a bit cheaty. Like, mm. like Laveau was drinking sorrel. Even though it's got rum in it, obviously it's... It's, it's diluted some, yeah. isn't it? Whereas Uncle Bonnie was drinking straight Hennessy. <laughs> yeah, then I'd have a problem. I'd have a slight problem oh, there, but... George, actually. <laughs> and to be fair, I feel like George was happily drinking for the fun of it <laughs> yeah i don't need the game literally <laughs> that it was new year's day was it new year's day yeah new year's day she was just throwing it back <laughs> oh my goodness i mean right so this kind of i don't know but what i was going to ask you was did you work out in january but as you say you're not a massive drinker what, do you think it would have affected you in any way like, did you go out after the birthday parties or did you work out? If so, how did you feel? Well, I work out for my job. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no, because they were all, funnily enough, they were all on a day where I had at least two days off after. Well planned. Um. So yeah, I wasn't silly with it. Mm. I don't think I wasn't silly with it. Um, would it have had an effect? Um, I think yes, it would have had an effect. Definitely New Year's. Mm. Because drink aware says that exercise makes us sweat 
as our body temperature rises. So combine sweating and the diuretic, you got to help me, diuretic effect of alcohol makes dehydration more likely. So I'm just thinking like if you went out like on a big night out and then you went to the gym in the morning, like first of all, who would do that? And second of all, if you did do that, like you'd be a bit of a mess. Don't you think? I mean, have you ever like gone out and then gone to work in the morning All and right, so sweated and been like, I'm going to talk to you real me. quick. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you real quick. Okay. So we went on, we used to go on these trips called BTGs, Bridge the Gaps. Mm. <laughs> and it was essentially, we meet up in a city somewhere in the world um, for a race. But around that was a lot of other things. So it was like meeting up, going out, you know, going to exhibitions, little parties here and there. To mm, do there. Yeah. And um, one, there's there's a particular group. <laughs> I'm not going to say who. Shall remain nameless. That shall, re- re- shall be named. You know what I mean. Anyway. So someone might have been drinking before the episode, maybe. <laughs> no, she wasn't. Anyways. <laughs> A particular group that I'm not going to name. There mm-hmm. we go. Let's just leave yeah, it as that. Yeah, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. And they were like well known for like going out and like drinking the night before getting smashed. Like I remember when we went to China and there was one in particular that went out, got completely wrecked. And the next day... Like, completely, like, hung over and, like, oh, like, my head, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Went to run and got themselves a PB in a half marathon of, like, one hour and 29 minutes. What? <laughs> See, why do these things happen? So, I feel like there might be a small population where perhaps it makes them faster. To be fair, they are, like, they are, like, super fast anyway. Right. So mate like their body is used to running at that speed anyway sure had the drink helped them maybe maybe not maybe not had the the effect that it would have on maybe less trained individuals maybe Mm. i don't know or who's to say that they could have actually run a 127 Mm. if they'd gone to bed and had a good night's sleep or a 120 exactly um but yeah, in terms of like um, alcohol being that word, I can't say it, mm. dehydrating you and stuff, that could potentially lead to stuff like muscle cramps. Because mm-hmm. if your your muscles aren't hydrated enough, that could bring the onset of like muscle cramps even quicker yeah. than if you were. And just like general fatigue as well. Well, exactly. That's the thing because like, Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> Have you been drinking? <laughs> this sounds really bad now, you know. <laughs> but it affects your motor skills, your hand-eye coordination, urination, and like the quality of your performance. So yeah, this person like could have got a better time, but they seem to have handled like the heavy drinking the night before. Okay, but... Yeah, I suppose the average person might have collapsed or something like that. Because I remember, um, like, when we went to Berlin and we went to New York, 
a lot of the runners, I wouldn't say it's a drinking culture, but it was very social. And we went to a couple of um, art exhibitions, didn't we? Mm. And there was like a lot of alcohol flowing and stuff like that, where I thought everyone would be drinking like water and, you know, be like vegan and like, I eat clean. And I'm sure there were people like that, but I think they were in the minority. Like everyone was chucking back beer and wine and, you know, cocktails whatever was going so I thought that was a bit odd and I knew that that wouldn't be me because <laughs> I would be like <laughs> curled up on the start line I can't do it sweating and like you know having cramps everywhere I really don't think I could have done it. <laughs> I'm not that seasoned you see I moved the mic because I feel like you want to say something <laughs> oh <laughs> do you want to say something okay like before, like, I would say these YouTube football teams, a lot of Sunday football was like that, where mm. everyone was pretty much, like, some of them hadn't even gone home. They would literally just stroll up to the game straight from the club, and you could just smell the alcohol Stinking, on yeah. So, um, yeah, that I'd, I'd probably did affect <laughs> like Tell a lie, actually, my 19th birthday... I went out the night before and then I woke up to like seven missed calls from my friend who was like, we're late for football. Where are you? Where are you? Um, so I quickly got my friend to drop me home, went to football and I remember touching the ball like twice. Bearing <laughs> <laughs> in mind, I played centre mid. And that's obviously in the middle of the park. So therefore I should have been like all action and I touched the ball like twice. Did yeah. you get sent like on the bench or substituted? I don't think we had subs that game as well. So oh, so I you had to had stay the, out there. The hot... <laughs> I was just, just a body. I was not a player. <laughs> yeah. And that was when I was like, I'm never doing this again. Cause... But that's the thing though. Like, I don't know. It obviously affected you, and like, hundred <laughs> percent. But then again, I'm thinking, well, you're young, like that's maybe what nineteen, like you I know. Was, I was young, and I think that was like probably the second time I had been drunk. Mm. Well, I guess I'll say that selection of people, they're quite experienced. Mm. Like, I feel like they're all older than me anyway. When you yeah. say experience in terms of like drinking and then going out to play. Yeah. Mm. So you f- you think then maybe that like you can, even though it has a negative effect, you can kind of build yeah, a, of a level of resistance. It's yeah. just like running. Obviously, you as you continue and you train more, you start getting PBs. And mm. like, I guess until you hit a certain age, that's when you start not having those PBs yeah. when, when your body starts slowing down. But I guess if you're young and you're consistently doing it week after week, then it's not so much a problem. Mm. So you've got age on your side up until a point and uh, then it yeah. kind of goes yeah. the it's other funny, way. It's funny actually that you mentioned that because I was reading, I think it was on Run As World or something like this. Mm. Um, I'm just going to read like an excerpt from the um, article that I saw but it was like as effects as for effects of alcohol on training one study published in the journal of nutrients found that people who performed hit exercise twice a week and 
imbibed in moderate alcohol intake did not see any negative effects on their body composition during training. In fact, they saw significant decreases in body fat and increases in lean muscle mass despite moderate alcohol alcohol intake while this study sounds promising it was small and performed on young adults okay so in terms of like what you guys were saying mm. definitely i think age plays into yeah, like how your body copes mm. in those situations when alcohol is involved probably yeah i don't know if it's well I guess metabolism and how your body metabolizes things, it might be a different issue. But I'm just thinking because you're young and because, I don't know, things are moving a little faster, you're able to kind of process alcohol, you know, differently than to if you were a bit older. But at the same time, I mean, throughout the course of my running, like I've read a lot and watched a lot of YouTube and people are always talking about you know obviously how important your diet is like leading up to a race you know getting all your carbs in your carb loading and you know making sure that you're in an optimal state to be able to perform and even some people have said oh well don't drink the day before and I remember actually I think it was when we went to Berlin and we went to um I think it was an art exhibition um, the day oh, before. Yeah. And everyone was drinking and you was like, you're not having any more, you're not having any more. <laughs> and I was like, oh, can I just... No, you're not having any more. <laughs> yeah. But wasn't, wasn't some of them alcohol-free, though? Some of them were, yeah. Some of them, we didn't pick up those ones. <laughs> it was only at the end of the night. That was the last, that was yeah, that was all that was left. Oh. So we, you know, we got the 100%, like the good, good stuff. And then it was like, yeah, whatever was left. And you was like, no, you can't have any more for tomorrow. You're going to be dry. Excuse me. Dehydrated. Excuse me. Mm. I wasn't speaking like a gremlin. (laughs) 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 But you might as well have been trying to spoil my fun. One thing I would say, though, I think each person differs. Yeah, yeah. Because I am a person, I won't really consume breakfast in the morning before a race mm. or before I do anything really I'd normally do what I gotta do then eat yes so yeah I remember I think I think the worst race I did was Amsterdam and I had porridge and banana in the morning mm. so yeah yeah it is an individual thing because I mean I remember I can't remember what marathon it was <laughs> like I've done so many you know <laughs> Oh God! But Vinny was like, "Have you had your porridge?" Sorry, can you not? (laughs) No, because it's an attitude. I know you're not a gremlin, and I know you don't speak like that. But in my mind, you're like always telling me off. So it's like, "Have you had your porridge?" (laughs) Sorry, that was you being nice. No, have you had your porridge? Yeah, with that face. That's what I'm saying. So your voice is nice. Eyebrow. It's raised eyebrow. And it's a direct and a look I'm of being judgment very and shame. Yeah. <laughs> Not judgment and shame. So, um, Continue. the voice of judgment and shame. Um, yeah. So, I will force myself to have porridge because I, I'm not a fan. But 
I did a half marathon and I got a PB and in that race, it was really hilly. It was round where I live and I got a PB. But before that race, because I had to sort childcare and everything and I was running late, all I had before the race was a chocolate biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and I smashed it. And I was like, you felt and you didn't feel yeah, 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 fair enough. But um, I know that's a dietary thing rather than a drink thing. But. <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe we should do an experiment. Yes. You Wait, know what I'm thinking of? You know what I'm thinking of? The Marathon de Midox. Do you want to do it? I have to speak French. Oh, yes! yes! Shall we do it? Yeah. Okay, oh so God. basically... Can we talk about this really quickly? Let's talk about this now. So it's a marathon du Midoc, I think it's called, um, where basically it's in France and you drink after every mile and, like, a lot of people are, like, sick on themselves and sick in bushes. Um, and the finish time is rather generous... <laughs> Because What's people the finish are half time? cut. Like 12 hours. Yeah, it's something right. long. I'm gonna. Look oh at my it god, now. guys, should we do it? We should, I think do, we should it. do it. But that's that's very interesting though. And then we can report back. And then we can report back. Okay. Ma- yeah. Marathon do me dot. When is it? Um. Okay. So it is the 10th of September. Oh, birthday trip. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, we've got a lot of places to go this year. Because literally on the um the web page it says dress up, run, and drink wine. <laughs> People's favourite things. Yeah, yeah. Much. Um, yeah. So it says dress up, drink wine, and explore the most famous vineyards of France. Join us for the wackiest and booziest marathon and the thirty sixth edition of medoc marathon at this event fancy dress is not only encouraged it's compulsory um blah 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 blah. there are hotels in the center of bordeaux for two three and four nights um yeah okay oh they've got what's this it says book now has anyone got their card (laughs) Basically, I, so I need to close it. that web page because you're just going to go home and pour yourself a glass and then be like, oh, I've got a great idea. And then you're just going to book yes. it. And then you're going to call me somewhere and be like, oh my God, you'd never guess what I did. I know. Well, talking about the effects of alcohol, have you noticed every time I've signed up to do something, it's because I've had a cheeky glass of wine. Had a cheeky glass of wine. Yes. Mm. Have you found any other facts on the effects of alcohol? Well, I mean, basically, it's what we already know that uh, it dehydrates you. It affects your motor skills. So obviously, driving is a no-no. Operating heavy machinery or anything that you have to concentrate on is a no-no. Um it affects your quality of sleep. And we've spoken about this in the science of sleep, where I did say that kind of as a measure for my insomnia, I did try like a glass of wine or like a ha- alcoholic drink. I did admit that. Um, 
Did it work? No, it didn't. Oh. It made my quality of sleep worse. Um, yeah. Maybe you should add a bit more. See, on, <laughs> on Home and Away, Marilyn, <laughs> Marilyn bought drink to Irene's house because she couldn't oh. sleep. And Irene's a, a, a recovered alcoholic and she yeah. has a rule that she's not allowed to have alcohol in the house. So she got upset with Marilyn because Marilyn bought drink to go to sleep. Well, you see... It's a fake sleep because when I, I did try it because my insomnia was really, really bad and I did try it um, and no, it didn't work because the sleep wasn't a proper deep sleep like what you're supposed to have. Um, it was very light. It was very shallow. And of course, I kept getting up in the night to go to the toilet. To go so that really defeated the object. And also in the morning, I just didn't feel good you know and I didn't have enough <laughs> oh wow no we're not advocating that I just tried it because maybe I th- thought... this is a bad episode for Andre to sit in <laughs> see we're we're trying to help you know he was people. being serious when he was like yeah but like yin and yang he's the drinker I'm not the drinker but I don't condone the drinking of wine because it's not nice wine is nice you just okay. need to get a nice one so, so what do you okay, think Moscato, yeah the rest of them get all going to bin even Bailey's. That's, That's not wine. wine. Oh, no, but I thought you meant just, <laughs> no, you Moscato. know, just. Okay. I think I've been through it all. Wow. <laughs> no, not like that. That's a lie. Um, I should have Malbec. I don't like that. Mm. Mm. When I was young and going out partying, buying a bottle of Pinot Grigio was quite cheap. So, Pinot Grigio. Oh, it's horrible. It is horrible, mm. but obviously it was cheap at the bar, so yes. it made sense. When you're young, it's just about getting drunk rather than... Just, yeah. Do you know? And then it was rosé. Mm-hmm. I've really gone off that. Quite sweet. Rosé? Is it? No, Moscato is sweet. I like Moscato. I, I think I like sweet things. That's sweet, sweet. Yeah. Moscato is nice. Especially the four pound fair trade one. Stop telling people. <laughs> Don't listen to what he's saying. But look, in terms of like training and working out, I mean, it's not recommended. It's not recommended at all. I mean, I know we've just discussed, um, you know, a bit of a drinking culture and, you know, um, drinking before the night before races. But I'm just reading here as well from some notes that I've got. Um, that obviously you need to stay hydrated when you exercise or, you know, you're having any kind of like physical activity because you have to maintain your blood flow and it's essential for oxygen and nutrients to reach your muscles, you know, in your body. So like, you've really got to be careful and sure, drink, but obviously if you've got a big race coming up or a big event, it's probably best not to do it save it for the celebrations afterwards or um when i was researching um i found that if you are gonna you should do the sensible thing which is like drink water drink water Mm. or like make sure you stay like fully hydrated like in the day like so make sure you're drinking lots and lots of water in the day Mm. um to kind of like balance out counteract the dehydrating effect Mm. of when you're drinking yeah because sorry just to interject quickly but because you can tell when you go for a wee 
you know, yeah, look the at the colour of, of your, your wig, wig, you know. Because there are charts, I'm sure you can, you know, find it online where they've literally got colour diagrams where when your urine's really, really dark, that means you're like severely dehydrated. Coming down to like sort of straw coloured to being almost translucent, which means like you're fully hydrated. Mm. So yeah, have a look at your way. And then another one was um if you are like actually the the choice of alcohol can also play a part and have an effect. And that mm. is better to have something like um a dry white wine or something like this because they tend to be lower in sugar as well mm. and that will help in terms of like um i don't have the quote to hand here and i'm gonna say this in a very dodgy way i hope i say it in the right way but basically alcohol plays with something to do with your insulin and makes your blood sugar quite low mm. which is the reason why always on a night out bagel king is like on and popping because people be hungry yes. that's why you get hungry right okay so oh. yeah yeah so that's why and the day after when you wake up and you're feeling that's why you just yeah. want to yum 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 and people like go to mcdonald's or something exactly other fast food chains are, are available. available. <laughs> yeah, you want to go and get the Mac- yeah? Can I have the McDonald's breakfast, please? Yeah, McDonald's yeah. Is right now, <laughs> Do you know what? Not even gonna lie. When we went out the other day and we were like, yeah, 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 we'll just get one McDonald's on just eat. Everybody just eat. Nah, they were trying not to just let us eat, oh. and that we had to I wait till breakfast. A. No, what? it wasn't even six. It was seven thirty because it was Sunday. It was gonna be into Sunday morning. Oh, see. Yeah. Oh, no. we had to order breakfast. We couldn't order. I was like, no. So we just had to go <laughs> home and like make bagels oh. with butter and cheese. That's nice, isn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't what we wanted. Oh, sorry. I even tried to order a pizza. That said, like. A pizza. See, and this is another thing as well, is that think about when you have that like post-alcohol hunger, look at the things you're going to eat. Yes. Very fast food, high in fat, That's high in it. things. So there's like, it's, it's a knock-on effect. Like it's not only the alcohol, it's all the other things that yeah. can affect you where you could be having something that's a little bit more nutritious for what you're going to do that day. That's or right. The next... <laughs> 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 I can't. But you know, you yes. get the point that I'm trying to make. Let me just finish up yes, here. Because people always offer, <laughs> for, you know, the kebab, kebab. or the fa- you know, fast food, like fast calories to kind of like go with the massive alcohol consumption. Because you're right. No one's ever going, all right, I'm gonna have like a salad or anything. They want something heavy something that their body's gonna sort of digest really quickly greasy fatty and so the whole combination together with the alcohol isn't beneficial to your body anyway yeah Mm. so that's it really yeah those are the tips that i found and that were worth sharing yeah because the the reality is if you're out and you're being social you know like Life is too short. Like, have your one drink, get two drink, whatever. Mm, but be safe and be sensible yeah, with it be as well. Yeah, be sensible with it. Mm. You know? And if you think you've, you're obviously doing it too much or someone's sort of mentioned something to you, 
obviously there are agencies that can help you you know if you feel that you could do with cutting down and you know if you want to cut down have a couple of you know non-negotiable booze free days um you know maybe try mocktails you know i mean there's they, more they out there to drink make, they also make beer and cider with zero alcohol in it now so yes they do and i had some at the end of a race was yes. it in manchester Berlin, Berlin and Manchester. Manchester. It's the same company. Alcohol, beer at the end. Of yeah, it. yeah. Um, I also had a zero percentage alcohol Copperberg, which tasted like Ribena. Really? <laughs> Where? They sell them in like Morrison's and Tesco's, I'm sure. Huh, Other supermarkets that. are available. Whether they stock it or not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I mean. Alcohol is to be enjoyed in moderation, not around big training events or if you've got a big session on the next day at the gym. What do you think and what do you do? Let us know on the socials. Which Take it are, away. No, we're not doing this. It's big old 2022. No. It's big old 2022. Take you've managed away. to set yourself up planting that. A new Instagram account. You oh, can yeah, well do out. this. I've become a plant auntie. I've got about like 25 plants. But um, that's a story for another day. Um, I love them and it helps me with my mental health. So there you go. And my house looks beautiful now because it's full of nature's bounty. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, but my plants are beautiful and I love taking care of them. Um, so yeah, planty nat. I'm on Instagram, but in terms of relatively fit, our pod, you can find it. Do you know what? <laughs> on I can't. Instagram. Just At I'm... relatively fit pod. Boom. All right. Well, you could have just said that in the beginning. Yeah, but you know, I need to work up to things. No. You know, I have to, like. Oh. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bye from our special guest. I'll be back again soon, guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't miss me Why too are you trying much. to put a bass in your voice now? <laughs> for the ladies. Oh, no. So, no, not no, for... No, no, no. Make no, them sorry. try. Make them try. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Bye. No, I have a lady because this one will get violent on you, so you make sure you stay away from me. You better let them okay. know. She will yeah. choose violence oh. on you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.